Welcome back to the Fourth Liners podcast. It's been an eventful kind of few weeks in the NHL recently. So me and Bryce were like, let's just do a podcast. We got to talk about some stuff. Um, but first, we're going to address the pretty sad story coming out of Connecticut high school hockey. Uh, Teddy Balkind. Sorry if we like pronounced that wrong. Um, he passed away after an incident where um, I guess he collided with another player on accident and... He got his night like his neck got cut open by a skate, which is a scene that you never want to see. Um, he was 16 years old, which was very sad, and it was high school hockey, which is very fun to play. But it's just it is gut wrenching hearing this kind of stuff, eh, Bryce? We've uh, we've all seen the the Malarchuk incident and the the, the Zednik incident, but uh, to have it happen to a high schooler, yeah. Um, that's that's horrible i mean i not even just him but like you know you got to consider the player who who skate cut him you got to consider everybody who was in the arena like if i was if i was in that arena man i don't i don't know if i'd ever want to watch hockey again like i would yeah like, that's it's scarring. just horrible that's scarring for a lot of people i mean like it's very sad that he, his life got taken away but I can even imagine the kid that like the, the skate cut his neck. Like it was an accident, I mean, total accident. The kid's parents, man, oh, like in the losing your kids stands, like just I, I don't know if there's no like video of it, right? I hope not. Probably not. I mean, unless like I the hope, arena arena had the video cameras, but they probably won't release anything of it. No, I hope not. I haven't seen anything. But um, but, dude, it it's, I mean it. It's people like forget about, you know, the kind of horrible things that can happen in hockey. And this is the worst mm. thing. This is this is the worst thing by far. And it's happened twice in the NHL and we forget about it quickly, you know. And, but, you know, it, nobody's going to forget this guy. Well, I mean, this kid. See, it, I, when I when I when I played hockey, I always had the fear of this happening to me. Right. Like, I know my neck guard wasn't like I didn't like a stiff neck guard. So I'm, I was very worn out and I liked wearing it like that but i always had the fear of this happening did you have to wear it you had to yeah you had to right so they're already they're already mandating neck guards yeah but junior um they they it is a it is a rule and sometimes like in more serious competitive hockey like rep hockey they'll make you wear it like high school hockey as well um you have to wear it in the ohl right i think so i think you do and i know they do in the juniors i see them all wearing neck guards yeah because i mean you're i guess once they're that age, they're like young enough that you're 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 liable for what really happens to them, right? But um, but I know when I've like played house league later on in my like when I stopped playing rep and I just died down and played some house league, um, I I maybe sometimes I didn't wear it just because like not a lot of guys did. But at the same time, you thinking back that it was probably not the smartest idea because what if that happened to one any one of us, right? Um, it just shows yeah. how important that neck guard is, and it could save a lot of people's lives, right? So do you think do you think the neck guard eventually gets uh, the visor treatment or even the helmet treatment in the yeah, NHL where they they man they mandate that um one season every every new player coming into the league has to wear it and eventually they grandfather out See that uh, may- anybody not wearing one maybe they it, it's hard to tell if they will just cuz I don't know I think some players just probably don't like wearing the neck guard it is it is like very it goes around your neck right and a lot of people don't like being yeah. choked right but I think it would be a smart thing to implement to the NHL just so this prevents this stuff from happening, right? Like, no one wants to see this, and it's happened in a few times in the NHL. 
and it wouldn't be a smart thing to do. It's like helmets, man. Like when they first started mandating helmets, like or talking about forcing, you know, people to wear helmets, like nobody wanted to wear one. They were uncomfortable. You couldn't see blah, blah, blah. Right. But if if you're a kid and you and you play with a helmet from the get go, it's not going to be any different. Right. So, no. I, that's that's why you know wearing like neck guards and stuff like that they need to do the same thing everybody wears a neck guard and uh you know you come into the nhl and you still have to wear it same thing with a visor it's just well, it what it it, it it needs to be done man because like i don't i don't want to i don't want to watch a hockey game and see someone die no. let alone a kid yeah you know like it it's just it's just smart at this point man with with how fast the game is and how people's legs fly up in the air and there's I, you know how many times i see plays where I see somebody like fall down and their skate comes up, it's the first thing that comes to my mind. Yeah, it's, like, it's scary. Oh man, that was close to their face. It's like a scary thing to think, right? Like, it, and players get cut. You know, we're just lucky it's not well, on the throat. I have a story of what, like, I've 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 witnessed something at a hockey practice one time, where how you realize how sharp a skate is because one time we're just doing a drill, normal drill at one of our practices, and. A kid fell. One one kid was playing defense, and one kid was coming down on the rush to kind of go score on the score on the net, right? And I don't yeah. know. He fell on accident, hit an edge on the ice, and he, I guess, his skate went up at the back of his, uh, the defenseman's leg and slices Achilles. Oh and my god! It was a bloody scene, and I I will never forget that ever happening. And that's the day I realized how sharp our skates are, and how easy it is and that was the back of his leg that wasn't even his neck right like you wouldn't think that, of that. i mean that's what happened uh that's what happened to carlson right Eric yeah carlson yeah didn't he get his, his achilles caught with a skate i think so i think he did right like it just that i don't know more players need to wear kevlar and like i said yeah. they need to bring in mandatory mandatory neck guards because this the skates are knives bro like you literally yeah. can lose your life yeah it's crazy and, to think that. it's horrible yeah it's horrible that it happened to yeah. a to a 10th grader man oh like, yeah uh, you know you never expect to to go out there and play hockey and 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 lose your life no so. and you see the picture here it says 2006 to 2022 that is just sad to see that oh, is very miserable. sad to see and yeah, it's so yeah. unreal man like obviously you know just thoughts thoughts are with his parents and 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 the players even you know his teammates and and mm-hmm. and the kid who unfortunately has to go through the rest of his life knowing that his skate killed another took kid. somebody else's you know yeah. hey, obviously it's not his fault complete no. accident like just horrible yeah i mean it was just it's just a freak accident and you know rest in peace yeah. uh teddy uh, it's just and uh, like just sympathy for his family and his friends and teammates and everyone involved it's just a freak accident that you never want to happen no uh, uh okay yeah i i think we can move, move on now from that to, yeah uh, yeah, to the NHL here. Uh, so where do you want to go next? Did you want to go to um, like uh, you know, we talk about Kucherov and Russ coming back, and then we can yeah talk about the Penguins. Yeah, Kuch is back, baby. So Kuch is back. Yeah, Kucherov came back early as a fantasy Kucherov owner. <laughs> it's like a late Christmas present. Didn't you take Hello, him in the first Kuch. round? A third overall, baby. Oh. And how, third overall. How much did he play earlier in the season? One game, scored um, one goal and got three assists, and then he was gone. Man, that that is crazy gone. how much he is hurt, and it's just crazy when he comes back, like how much of an impact he is. You know what I mean? Like Bro, it's like he nothing is happened. A top five player in the league, man. Like we forget about him because he doesn't play. 
yeah he's always he on the is. ir right an mvp cal yeah he's an mvp caliber player man like there, there's very few players who are as good as him and like i i also have Braden point right in a couple leagues so like mm. that's his line mate so i suffer there too yeah, he probably but, feeds him. Uh, Braden Point probably feeds him all his goals, right? You know, Braden. Yeah, Braden Point has been really underwhelming this year, and it's because of Kucherov's injury, no doubt. Oh, for sure. But uh, Kuch is back, and you know he uh, he got off to a good start. He got two assists um, in his first game back uh, tonight, though. Not so hot for Kuch. Not no? so hot for Kuch no. at all. No, no, they're playing uh, Carolina. I think Hold is Tampa Bay doing well? Are they still doing well? Yeah, well enough. Yeah, I thought they were they at one point they were at the top of the league, right? Which is, you know, typical Tampa yeah, Bay. Yeah, Kucherov with a minus 3 tonight, no points, lost 2 to 5 to Boston. Oof. So, that sucks. Um, that sucks. Who who did you see who else did you say was back? Yo, Brian Rust. Oh yeah, he's on so, fire. Brian, That's a guy to watch Bri- right now, man. Brian, dude, Brian Rust um came into the year uh, injured, played a few games, went back on to injury. Um, you know, hasn't played very much, right? Yep. The guy comes back, his first game back versus San Jose. They win eight to five. He gets three goals and two assists, five points his first night back. And then he goes on to get three more points in both of the next games. So another six points. The guy had 11 points in three games played with seven goals. My guy. He's a cheat code, man. Un- Cheat code, and you know what the cheat code is Sidney Crosby. Oh yeah, any player that's partnered with Sidney Crosby or put on the wing of Sidney Crosby, you're gonna get points. It's been proven with every player that's played with him. Like you think about it, exactly. You think about it. Jake Gensel got he's Jake Gensel is the player he is now because he's played with Sidney Crosby. Yes, he's a great player. Chris Kunitz, like, Chris Kunitz's Chris, whole career was because of Sidney Crosby, oh, and Chris Kunitz was nasty because he did play with him, right? And I mean, right. you you see Evan Rodriguez now getting thirty points. He get a career high thirty points. Like this is his career high thirty points this year, and the season's not even done, right? And they probably played. Yeah. He had probably is more than a point per game player now, which is kind of insane because he was almost in the AHL last year, right? Um, How it, what, what's Crosby's point totals this year, man? I don't think they're very high. Um, I mean, I, it might be around the thirty range. Like he has around thirty. Um, because he's not, I I look at this like the statistics for um, the leaders in the NHL, and I don't see him in like the top ten or whatever. But um, uh, twenty four points in twenty two games played, still a point per game. But yeah. like we've been saying, man, that that team uh, Pittsburgh had a rough start because you know they didn't have Malkin, they didn't have Rust. Wasn't Gensel even hurt for a while? Like yeah. No, they, you know, they, Crosby's been playing with with Teddy Bluger and like guys like that. They deal with so many injuries. It's unbelievable, yeah. man. Like it, it just like in the way that they're able to still win is kind of just kind of amazes me. I'm also a Penguins fan. Like that, that's my American team. I love the pick. I, I've always have loved them. Um, you know how like you love Florida and you like Vancouver. That's like my Toronto, Toronto Pittsburgh. That's like how I am. Yeah, yeah. And another guy like I, there's just been so many impressive players on Pittsburgh right now. That I mean, it's and it really contributes to their ten game winning streak. Like. Tristan Jari, man, he like he is a starter in the NHL now. He is a starter, and something that I didn't expect. To oh, happen. he has been for a couple of years, man. Yeah, like it, I, yeah. I, I didn't expect him to be. You know what I mean? Like there, there were there was not a thought in my head. I thought Matt Murray was the savior, and they were just going to keep him. But you know what? Tristan Jari really stepped up, and he's done well for himself there. I mean, um, you look at the Penguins like lineup. 
and it doesn't look like a full stacked NHL roster. It looks like a bunch of NHL No, like I'm, AHL I'm looking players. at it right now, man. I'm looking at it right now. Dude, Gensel leads a team with 33 points. Okay, fair enough. Gensel, Gensel's a very good player. Yeah. Evan Rodriguez, second place, 33 games played, 30 points. <laughs> yeah, man. What? Yeah. What? Cheek, man, you play it. That, that's the first line. Gensel, Crosby, Rodriguez. And you play someone with Crosby, he'll set you up, man. And uh, like Rodriguez, uh, I I I could be wrong, but his career high, I think last year was maybe nine points or twenty or something like that. I don't know, um, something very low compared to this year is just like unheard of. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, he's kind of like that that you know steal for the Penguins this year. And then you look, you look like you look down on their second line: Danton Heinen, Jeff Carter, Kapanen. Yeah, is good that a second scoring there? Nine goals, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, but is that a second line? And, right? Like, that's crazy in the NHL. Well, isn't Malkin almost back? Yeah, and uh, news about Malkin too. Apparently, Malkin, like Malkin, will be there for a while because apparently he's taking a hometown discount with the Penguins in his next contract because it's a contract year for him. But he's going True. to be, he's going can't to be long though. No, I think it might be around four years. Like I think that's the rumor. Four. He's already thirty five. I know. I was thinking like two. I, I mean, it could be around there too. But uh, you know, nothing's very accurate when they're rumors. But um, but yeah, like Malkin. Malkin has almost he's almost back. And imagine this team with Malkin in the lineup. Well, didn't they just win ten games in a row, which ended tonight? It ended tonight, and they they were up, they were winning the majority of the game too. So, well, you know why? You know why they lost, right? Because Brian Russ got COVID. Oh, oh yeah. Like, can 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 this guy catch a break? And as a fantasy owner of Brian Russ, can I catch a break? And what? Like, like what? I get three games of the best juice I've ever had in my entire life, and then it's just taken away from me. I think you as a fantasy owner, it's just a jinx for players to get COVID I'm, or dude, get hurt, man. Dude, if I own fantasy players of your favorite team, find a new team. <laughs> yeah. Find a new team. Yeah. It's done. I, 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 what do I do? I, like, you know what? Like, you just need to drop uh, Brian Russ, and then he'll stop getting COVID, and then he'll come back. That'd be nice. And I'll, then I'll pick him up. So you know, dude, it's it's like that for everybody with me, except for Jonathan Huberdeau, because oh my gosh, oh, the man. years I've had Jonathan Huberdeau, sheesh, dude, Huberdeau, <laughs> Huberdeau's four, fourth in That's the league, man, for points, forty three points, baby. I also have JT Miller, so I mean, and he's he's got a lot of points too. Man, I have Nazim sheesh. the Dream Kadri. Ah, Nazem. Man, and he's having an impressive uh, season this year, which is pretty, pretty amazing. But um, going back to the Penguins, but like you go to the third line, Aston Reese, Bluger, Simone. Uh, uh, they have Aston Reese on here twice. This website I'm looking at, but okay. Uh, <laughs> actually, no, I did, I did see that on their Instagram where they're playing. They're they're playing another defenseman instead of another forward. Isn't that weird? Oh, so they're they're running Zach Aston Reese on a nut. I've heard of teams dressing seven defensemen. Yeah, I, yeah, I've I've seen it too before. But like for me, I wouldn't. So what? They're running Reese on two lines. Yeah, I guess so. Or I mean, they can pretty much put whoever they want there, right? But yeah, I mean, I don't hate that because like you know he's a good player, right? He plays bottom six minutes, so yeah. like you know give him more minutes, have him play both lines. Yeah, whatever. why not? Well, why not? I mean, it's working for them, right? Why not? It's proven to be working for them. And like now you have seven defense, you know, it actually goes a long way because defense probably get twi- tired a lot quicker because they're not, they're not rolling four lines they're rolling three lines. And 
having that seventh defenseman probably really helps, you know, having that extra guy that can go out there. Oh, yeah. And you can even, like, you can can slot in whoever you want in that fourth line, right? You can put Gensel, Crosby, Rodriguez. You can put whoever you want there. And they'll put up points with that fourth line there. So um, I'm a fan of Pittsburgh. And would you be – this is a question. Would you be surprised if Pittsburgh got one more cup with Crosby and Melkin? Surprised? Yeah. I, I. You know what? I would be surprised. Yeah. You would be surprised. I wouldn't be. Yeah. You. I think like, they could do uh, it. I don't know. Like, like the roster is overachieving, right? Like Evan Rodriguez and Teddy Bluger and Dayton Heinen, right? Like they're they're overachieving, right? Yeah. But when it comes down to playoff hockey, I mean that's different. And like Crosby and Malkin are not at the age anymore. I think where they can put the whole team on their back, like. The whole team. That's true. I don't know, I, even that, well, that's a there, lot. Right? Well, yeah, they're all they're all in their late thirties right now. Or, you <laughs> like, know, I wouldn't be it. surprised if they were an okay playoff team, like first, maybe second round, right? But yeah. like to go deep against the caliber of of teams now that are in the East, right? Like the Rangers and stuff, Toronto, yeah. I Carolina, Florida. Like, I don't think the Penguins are good enough to beat them, and those are all young teams. Yeah, I think I think Crosby and Malkin probably age out without winning another cup. Um. I mean, do I think, do I think, like, I could see Evgeny Malkin getting moved at some point later. Oh, like, yeah, I can definitely see that. Crosby will never move. But, you know, I could see Malkin taking a really good contract. And then towards the end of his, con- uh, towards the end of his contract, he, uh, you know, gets moved I mean, to he, a team that can afford it, right? Well, yeah. He, I mean, because if he's taking a hometown discount, it becomes movable. Right? And he'll have a lot of value towards him, too. Right? Yeah. Like, think about it. Yeah, like, I years mean, from now, he'll have, like, the trade deadline, he'll be a, a number one guy to get. And that's a guy that can right. help I your mean, team. I mean, dude, like two years ago, this guy had 74 points. Two years before that, he had 98. Yeah. Like, we're not that far removed from Prime Malkin here. No. I mean, like Crosby and Malkin are still going, right? Like, yeah, Crosby's dealt with injuries. And Malkin has had a few, fair few too, right? Like, they both have dealt with it. So has Latang. But once Crosby and Malkin go on a tear, they go on a tear, man. And then their team does oh, well. Oh, they're... Right, and they're and now they're under the radar, right? Because even mm-hmm. like so, guys like McDavid and Drysaitel, which I think is a fantastic comparison to Malkin and Crosby, by the way. Yeah, I, it's the same players. Oh yeah, isn't it? I think so. I mean, I think McDavid's Ma- faster, but yeah. I th- so you're, you're comparing Crosby and McDavid. I'm saying I'm saying McDavid and Drysaitel are the same thing as Crosby Malkin. Oh yeah, that's a it's a great reflection of that. Yeah, no, definitely. Like, like it's, it's it's the same, it's the same players. Like dry and they're, but they're the same players. They're like they're Malkin and Dreisaitl are both big guys who have an absolutely insane shot, right? Yeah. And McDavid yep. and Crosby are two absolute geniuses, gifted passers who can score as well. McDavid's yeah. faster, but that's just because you know the times were different, right? Yeah. No, but definitely. Like it's a one-two punch, it's, right? And it's the same thing. You've seen that with a lot of teams, and it works, right? It works to win a Stanley Cup if you have those two top centermen that you can have like that, and yep. one guy, one yeah, guy that's can... more like smart, smart with the puck that can make plays, and one guy that can score those goals, right? Well, think about previous Stanley Cup winners, right? So like. Two top, two top centermen. Okay, so so the LA Kings would have been what? Kopitar and Carter. Carter. Yeah, Carter. Prime, prime who's on this prime team? Carter. Right, exactly. Who's your third line center here? Yeah. So that's pretty nasty too. And then I don't know who else has won the cup recently. Okay, so like uh, Washington. Okay, Backstrom, oh, Kuznetsov. Yeah, yeah that, that's a perfect example right there too. Yeah. So these, you know, 
I guess if you still have two elite centers, anything can happen if you get the right pieces on the wings. So maybe, you know, maybe you're right to maybe think that they, they could potentially get another cup, right? Because Crosby and Malkin, I don't think are going anywhere anytime soon. I think they might retire there. I think they're, I think Pittsburgh is going to be pretty loyal with that. There has been even rumors of Crosby going to Colorado, but there's no way Crosby. Is, there's no way Sidney Crosby. Crazy. There's no way Sidney Crosby's getting traded from the Pittsburgh Penguins. Why would they ever do that? Unless he asked. Unless, but I don't think he needs there's to. There's no way he'd ask. I mean, like, he spent so many years there. He took a hometown discount to be there. Um, he's got the cups. Yeah, he's got three cups. Why would he want to leave? He's good. He's good. He has a home right. there. Unless he wants to come home to, like, I mean, there's no, what's the closest to Cole Harbor in the NHL, right? Like, but uh, I guess Montreal. Yeah. I mean, like, is he, he might, his dad played for the Canadians. So maybe that'd be a dream of him, dream of his, you know. Whose dad played for the Canadians? Crosby. Crosby's dad played in the NHL? Yeah. He was a goalie for a few games. Not long, not long. Uh, Let me look this up. Uh, but while you look it up, I was just going to say, um, I, I agree that Crosby never leaves Pittsburgh, but I think it would be intelligent for Pittsburgh to move on from Malkin uh, when Malkin's maybe 38, 39, still going to be a good player and they're, you'll get a great return if he's on a good contract. Oh, yeah. No, no, I, I think so, too. Like and like, yeah, you think about like that kickstarts your rebuild. Well, you think about um Crosby's next contract it's it's definitely not going to be an expensive one you already know he doesn't ask for a lot of money right um what's he getting paid now like nine uh it's like eight it's like eight something but like you, you think about all the, like the endorsements he has and everything like that it makes up for it so it's not like it's it's that much of a discount because he does get other endorsements and stuff like that but um going back to his dad his dad was drafted in 1984 to the Montreal Canadiens in the 12th round and the 11th pick so 242nd overall. Okay. I don't he know if two he, games for them. I don't I don't know if he even played a game. Or he maybe like played like a little bit of like I don't even know if they had preseason back then, but uh uh but he did play I think he did play. Um he must have, but uh I th- I think I remember seeing a story of him watching his dad whatever play. Uh, That's cool. But didn't play That's very really long. Cool. Yeah. But it is very cool. I like it. You don't know that about his dad, right? Like you were pretty shocked. to Never hear that. knew that. Yeah. Never knew that. But, um, um, yeah, I, I don't know, man. Uh, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, I think will continue to be competitive. They have a great goalie. I uh, like you're saying with Jari. Yeah. Uh, Jari's good. Latang, hopefully he can, you know, continue to be a, I'd say still a top pairing defenseman, uh, oh, well yeah. into his career. Well, see, like one more thing about the penguins here, like though that top three that they have, there is, a Crosby, Malkin, Latang, they have years where they go a little quiet, but then they also have years where they just explode. Even if it doesn't matter their age, they can explode. And then they they've all dealt with injuries because they have been getting a little older. You know, it's that that's the trend when you you get older in the NHL. But um, they when they have like certain seasons, they they can go off and be the best players in the league, and it doesn't matter their mm-hmm. age. I I agree. I I don't know. I, I just got news. Like, Crosby's just too smart, man. I just got news that the Toronto Leafs lost in overtime to the Colorado Avalanche. Oh, good. They were winning 4-1 to one against them. Wow. Wow, eh? Wow. It's a brutal Guys, loss. Toronto. Hello? Dude, I think... Hello? Like, 
I mean, Toronto's still doing pretty good, but like that's embarrassing, man. I mean, it, it is Colorado. It is the Colorado. Can't Avalanche. win every game, bro. No, and I think can't win every I think Colorado is now on eleven game winning streak. I could be wrong there. Um, can't can't win every game. The Leafs are an amazing team. They're gonna, you know, especially uh, against gonna have Colorado, nights. man. They, they might win the cup, right? So, yeah, they're, they're playing, I mean, so could Toronto. That, that's very true. I mean, it's a dream. That is a dream, but you never know if that will come true. I think it's a dream that that very well could be realized, man. I mean, you're top of the league. Yeah. Like, I I don't know how. Like, they're obviously contenders. I mean. Yep. Uh, Colorado's problem is goaltending, man. Kemper had a yeah. terrible night. Oh, he got pulled after three goals. So. Yeah. He's supposed to be, you know, the guy, right? Frank Kuz mm-hmm. is not the guy. No, 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 not they need they no. they maybe need to go get a goaltender at the the deadline, but I don't even know who that would be. They can't even afford. Who's available? They can't afford anyone, man. Who's available? Flurry. Imagine. Who's available? Flower. Flurry. I. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I don't know. I don't hear that much. Apparently, Price. Yeah. I mean. Oh, yeah. So should we go into the trade rumors then? Yeah. I mean, I've read some real dumb shit trade rumors. I read. I was reading that Price could get moved. It's like, guy. I saw it's Price. Got a Ten million dollar contract. Yeah. Well, I saw Price going to the Oilers. How the. How would that even make sense, or how would that even work? You it know? doesn't. It makes zero sense. No, it, it like it, even right now, what Carey Price is going through. Why would you trade him at that? Like when he's going through this stuff right now. Um, exactly. That would be cold as hell. Yeah. Right. Like I like. Yeah, I'm, I'm right here. I'm looking at. It. Could Montreal trade Carey Price? There's no way. It's just for a story right now, man. Like that's clickbait, man. I get it. That's to get a click. Is it's definitely like, I get it. Like, in a some sense, it would make a little sense because he is getting a little older. He's not. They're not having success there, and it would be the fair thing to him, like moving him to, to a team that could potentially win the Stanley Cup. Are they, are they going to eat some of the contract? That's the thing. He's, he has ten million dollars on his contract. There's no way. How many years left? That. How many years left? I think there's quite a few. There has to be quite a few. I mean, I'm guessing about five. I could be wrong there. Yeah, it, it's not moving. It's no. not moving. No, it, five years at ten mil for a goalie that questionably, you know, is still good. Like we don't know. Well, he signed it. Everybody's year. talking. Um, when? That's a good question. Like. Dude, like that's an insane that's an insane amount of money. Like they would have to ret- it, unless they go into full rebuild and they retain like 50% of that contract. Yeah, he, I don't see it. He signed to 2025-2026 season. So Oh, not going anywhere, bro. No. That's no. that's unmovable. Yeah. No, that, that is just like it's definitely it's it's a question just because of how bad Montreal is and like everything giving him an opportunity to go to a team. Um, they would definitely have to retain some salary, but that just wouldn't make sense. It wouldn't make sense for any any team either, or like the Montreal no. Canadiens either. You know, um, no, he's riding out there unless unless he, I don't ask know, ask for a trade. Ex- explicitly wants out, and they have to try something. Yeah, no, for sure. You no, know? uh, and like we don't even know what Carey Price is anymore. Okay, like was the, what, last season was that the last bit of juice he had? He was really good. I hope not. Yeah. He was good. I mean, I hope not. Like, do you think what would he be like if he had a team like Tampa Bay in front of him, like Vasilevsky has? Oh, oh, he'd be he already already have so many cups, right? Like, it's just 
Right. It's, he needs that team. There's in front so of many him. goalies in that situation. There's so many goalies in that situation oh, yeah. where it's like, you know, these guys, uh, Gibson. Yeah. That's what them, I was right? going to say. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely, man. Yeah. There's a lot of goalies that are just like, on. I mean, look at what's happened this year with Frederick Anderson, right? With like a, a really solid team in front of him. You know, he's, yeah. he's emerged, reemerged as one of the best when last season people were saying, oh, he's done. Yeah. He's like a different like, goaltender just, now, right? It depends on the team yeah, in front of Carey, you. I think Carey Price is still good, uh, but. Uh, not 10 million good no uh, um and the age is not exactly pristine right now 10 million is just a lot to pay for a goaltender you know what i mean like that's a lot for, I think he's that's a, a lot for anyone oh i think he's a great goaltender like don't get me wrong like he is one of the best in the league and he might have his off years but he who knows he could have been dealing with like all his mental health stuff during like where his off years you know what i mean and like he just his head wasn't into it <gasps> um well yeah when when the team's competitive he's really good right but i think yeah. when the team is bad which montreal has been. consistently been inconsistent yep i think he just i don't know i i just don't think i think i think he needs to be in high pressure situations to perform because if he's not i don't know if he's he's not disinterested obviously but like he doesn't play he doesn't play as well as he could no yeah no and i mean i don't blame him how long has montreal been like mediocre as hell every year <laughs> every year and last year they fluked their way into the final yeah i mean like they they didn't really have tough competition i mean well kind of but like at the same time they didn't have to face those tough american market teams you know um, they get blasted by any of those top in american teams because they did get blasted yeah about tampa bay tampa bay is the that's the best team that has like, who'd, they, who'd they play vegas, after vegas, Winnipeg? vegas. See now, I mean that's a, I mean that's interesting, but Vegas. But even Vegas is struggling, man. Like Vegas is a little choky sometimes. Yeah, see, they, they people could argue that that was a fluke that they made the finals, but um, I I mean I wouldn't call it a fluke, but like they definitely uh, it's momentum. No, you know no 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 I wouldn't call it a fluke because because Vegas has been consistently like top. That's true. Six. That's true. They're still a top year. team in the right. league, right? So yeah, Montreal is the exact opposite they are last yeah in the league second last <laughs> arizona yeah arizona is always at the bottom there well that's uh, not good so like trade rumors right we talked about chikrin last uh last yeah. episode right yep um, that, um that's a guy another that, another big time oh go ahead oh uh, yeah but i'm just about to say that's a that's a guy that's uh i think he is most likely going to get moved but it's going to be for a high price oh they're asking for so much for him yeah but they can he's on a really good contract that's the thing. Like his contract is kind of worth that, and he's twenty three. Imagine what he's going to be like in a few years. I hope good. Right. I hope good. But uh, you're still, if you take that chance, he's still a four point six million dollar player. Like he's still making just like a lot less than a lot of, I mean, shitty defensemen in the league, right? Like you think about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, I mean, he's not the only defenseman on the block. There's also trade rumors about Ben Sherratt, and uh, the Florida Panthers are very, very interested in Ben Sherratt. Which how good is Ben Sherratt? I don't think he's the best, but I think, I think he's maybe because I, I, dude, like I, I have not paid attention to him. I remember him coming into the league and being just like kind of like a uh, he's a top six guy, man. Yeah, like top six guy. Yeah, like I didn't think he was the best. Like uh, circumstances, maybe it pushed him up in the lineup and he's shown that he can be a top four yeah well like maybe maybe he's right-handed or something oh yeah i think he is a right-handed that that is definitely why because well, he's right-handed that helps yep um let me see how many points okay well speak speaking look that up but speaking of shoots uh, left. right he shoots left he shoots left 
Oh, oh, well then this guy's even better. Obviously. Okay. okay. Uh, so John Klingberg has re- oh, yeah. requested a trade out of Dallas. Yep. And that's 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 a, interesting. That's a major uh, was, profile player right there. Yeah. So he's a UFA, I think, at the end of this year. Okay. Um, and Dallas Dallas knows they can't pay him, and I don't think they want to pay him. And Klingberg uh, doesn't like the systems. I was reading uh, Reddit last night, and uh, a lot of Dallas fans were talking about him. Yep. And they were saying like they don't want to see him go, but the coach's systems uh, are very uh, Travis Green esque, just um, not not built for an offensively minded defenseman let alone offensive players just doesn't match the um the play of the coach like that that really that really like hurts a team you know what i mean or even hurts a player yeah. right and like how he performs it has hurt him yeah. i think uh i mean you look at when he came into the league he scored uh he scored 40 points first year in 14 15 yeah and he's been a consistent you know 58 49 67 in 17 18 yeah 45 but then I'm not sure when they got the new coach, but the numbers have come down 32, 36. And this season, he's got 17 points in 26 games. I mean, that, played, that's, not, got one. that's not bad for a defenseman. You know what I no, mean? No, but he he is like purely offensive, right? Yeah. So like he, he he needs his numbers to be higher than that. Like that that shows to me that he's struggling. He's only got one goal, man. Like he's never, I'm pretty sure like he got, he scored six goals. That's his lowest amount of goals ever. In 1920, six goals, yeah. and I think that's probably when the new coaching system was implemented. Well, yeah, he's used to it, scoring 10, 13, 10, 11. You know, I've seen those big. Yeah. That's big numbers for a defenseman, right? He's a 67 right. point defenseman, man. Like, like, I feel like if he was put on a, another team, um, he could definitely get those numbers back up. If he gets goes to a coach that meshes well with his play, right? I don't even know where that would be, honestly. Um, where do you think he'd fit well? That's the thing. Um, well, on the subreddit, there are a lot of different fans of different teams who really think that they fit. I'm just trying to find it so I can. Remind I mean, myself. I wouldn't mind John Klingberg on my team. That's a great offensive defenseman, man. Like, I would it's a love your rental, though. It's a rental. I mean, he's 29. Like, it's okay if if you're trying to get win a Stanley Cup. Why not? Right. And what does contract that? I think it's a cheap contract. Isn't it like four point something? It's not too much right now. Yeah, it's affordable now, but it's not going to be affordable in the summer. Yeah, it, it he's making four point two five million dollars. Yeah, that's really yeah. nice. Yeah, which like that's doable for a lot of teams, right? Even like teams that are, are like tight with the cap. Um, but the reason yeah. though he wants to get traded out there, he says like he's not feels like he's not been taken seriously like for his contract extensions. And he feels like that, um, I mean, he's just unhappy with the negotiations. Like he feels like no, nothing's been pushed forward to make it actually happen. And he just feels like he's just not respected anymore in the organization, which is understandable, right? Yeah. Like he, he can kind of tell, right? Like when they don't want to sign you. Um, but couldn't tell when John Tavares didn't want to sign, did they? <laughs> I get, oh, 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 Islanders fans. Oh, you should have told us. Man, unsubscribe um, right there. They're gonna unsubscribe. There it is. Bye, and Islanders fans. Yeah, um, we don't need you. We don't. We need don't. You. Oh, there you go. Perfect. Well done. <laughs> oh, that was good. Um, eh? Team. Yeah, yeah that was good. Uh, um, teams that are linked to Klingberg, uh, of course, Toronto, because Toronto is linked to every single high-profile player. Yeah. Um, Hurricanes. 
That could be interesting. They like their offensive defenseman too. You know what I mean? I feel like they're a team that he would yeah. fit well in. But they do have a lot of defensemen there. So they you could know who would fit really back. well going back the other way? Who? Tony D'Angelo. Put him in Texas. Oh, I would like that. Put trade. him in Texas. I like that. Tony trade. would live it up in Texas. Dude. He could talk about whatever he wanted, whenever he wanted. Nobody would care. Dude, that is like the perfect Genius. spot for him. That's the that's the prime spot that's, that's for him. But um, I I would like to see John Klingberg on the on the the Hurricanes, and honestly, like he would fit him well there. Just the style of their play. I feel like it's more offensive, and it's. You know, like oh, it, it adding incredibly to that, offensive. Well, yeah, like adding to that decor, right? Like that decor is pretty solid. Right. But at the same time, D'Angelo has been really good this year. Like, is that is that a a lateral move for Carolina, or do you think Klingberg is that much better than D'Angelo? <sighs> He's older. Oh, is he? Yeah, he is older, isn't he? I don't know. Klingberg is older. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Klingberg's twenty nine. D'Angelo, I, mean, I think, is like twenty six. I mean, I guess you're taking a chance, but D'Angelo's not really a high-profile player, but he is having a great year, right? So I think D'Angelo is a high-profile player. Think he so? was a high-profile player on New York until all the all the crap came out around him. I just think once once you have all that drama related like related to you and on your name, it's just teams don't want to deal with that, and that decreases the I mean, value. He's got 24 points in 26 games, six goals, man. I, I, I mean, think Carolina doesn't have a problem with that. See, like, I maybe wouldn't trade him. Like, if it's working, why? Why if don't fix something if it's not broken? You know what I mean? Right. And uh, Carolina is going. He's only on a one year, right? He's on a minimum. Think he he's on a minimum contract. Bro. Oh, he's gonna want man. He's gonna want. Is it's a one year deal? Yeah. He's gonna want money next year. Tony's gonna get paid. Oh, <laughs> oh, for sure. Um, but what like what a genius signing by Carolina. I mean, really. Yeah, that I mean, like, they really took a chance on him, knowing his his past. Um, but he, he seems to be cleaning up his act. You know, um, we haven't heard anything, man. We haven't. We talked about it before the season started, dude. Like D'Angelo, like he's got a lot of terrible takes, right? But I don't think he's stupid, or at least hmm. he's he's learned from his oh, stupidity, yeah. right? Yeah. So why would he go into Carolina and do all the same shit that made him, you know, get basically ex excommunicadoed from the league? Exactly. He's gonna go to Carolina and just play hockey, man. And he's he's a good hockey player. Well, Carolina is a good hockey team that could potentially win a Stanley Cup too. So he's maybe taken a little more seriously, right? I mean, the Rangers right. are they gonna win the cup? No, no, right? Right. And he maybe knew that, and uh, you know, so he's like, "Well, I'm gonna speak my mind and not gonna care what anyone else says." But now he's on a cup contending team. He's like, I don't want to leave here at all. I'm having a great time, you know, almost a point yeah. per game. I'll take it, right? I, I, I also briefly read something about Klingberg to uh, St. Louis, which I could, I, I could see that too. I, I could see that. I don't know if it fits their needs, man, because they have puck movers and Krug and Falk. Like, do they need another one? But I think Krug has been disappointing for them. He's He was really bad earlier in the year, but he's playing better now. Oh, is he? Okay. Yeah. So maybe they don't need him. I mean, it's a question because the news is pretty recent that he wants to be traded. So, but there's definitely teams that will I mean, jump like, on it, man. There's definitely teams that will I jump mean, on like, him. I'd love to see him in a Florida Panthers uniform. 
You know, like I'd love to see him. Man, I'd love to see him in a Toronto Police uniform. A right-handed defenseman that's offensive. Get Why not? out of here, man. Why not? With that Toronto Dude, Maple Leafs crap. They can afford him. 4.6, man. Just get rid of a, one they, of their other how defensemen. Are they, how are they going to afford him? How, get, I don't know. Get rid of... There's got to be a, a, another defense on their team that's eating up that cap. Man, who, Justin Hall, he's doing terrible. Trade him. You know, he He's only paid, like, what, like 1.8? I don't know. <laughs> That's a good question. Who goes? Who go, but okay. Oh, oh, okay. 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 Think about this then. Uh, Nick Robertson I, goes back oh, to play with his brother. I could see that. I could see that. That could be a possibility. That could be. That could be a target for Dallas too. I mean, I. You're not off base there, like. See, th- that's a player hate- too, like that he's had an opportunity to like make the the roster, but he qu- hasn't quite made it, and maybe there is a reason. Maybe they they're keeping him for that trade value. You know what I mean? This is not a Toronto Maple Leafs podcast, so I hate I hate linking everything back to the Leafs. But <laughs> okay, um, he, okay, let's trade like him to that, the Canucks. That's- man. Trade him to the Canucks. Can't afford him. Don't need him. Um, trade Tyler unless Myers. they take OEL back. No, I like Tyler Myers this oh, year. You, you like him now? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, dude. Well, it's because early, like, game one of the season, he he um, flattened Duncan Keith and, and in the corner. And that, did you, do you know anything about this? Um, no, I didn't hear that. Okay, so this is, like, really old, stupid news. I don't know why I'm talking about it, because it happened at the beginning of the year, but it's awesome. So, Tyler Myers leveled Duncan Keith in the corner clean hit and Keith hit his head on the boards and cut him. Yeah. Look it up. It's like a huge hit. I can imagine. Um, I mean, the size difference and, between them, right? Yeah. And so Keith was all fucked up. Okay. Like he was yeah. bleeding out of his forehead and stuff. And that was a big thing for Canucks fans because Duncan Keith elbowed Daniel Sedin in the face and Daniel Steen was never the same player afterwards. Yeah. And we never paid him back. And then Tyler Myers goes out there and pays it back. There we go. I you it, it, did it feel good? Oh no. I, you should watch the hit right now. I'll watch it right now. Live reaction on the Four Tiners podcast? Yeah, watch it right now. Just Myers Keith hit. All right. Um yeah, just watch it. Well, I mean shit. I mean, so I, I mean well, the Leafs uh, Well, I'm well, I'm searching this up. I mean, we can say a few other guys that like have are considered for trades. I mean, there's another there's well, I'll, I'll I'll say a few centermen right now. Claude Giroux and Thomas Hurdle. There's some guys there in the okay. talks as well. Claude Giroux's career, I mean, that's sad, right? I, the top their five, top five point getter in the past like ten years, man, and nobody talks about him because he's on a mediocre as hell Philly team that can never get it together. No, and goaltending continues to be the problem. Are you telling me there's not, dude? There's not thirty-two people in the world who can oh. play goalie at it. Yeah, see a nice hit. Yeah, <laughs> I saw it. Oh, right, fight right away, man. I think he just ragged all. Yeah, wait till you, what, Wait to see Keith getting up, dude. He's messed up. Really? Yeah, he's cut wide open. I don't like to see people get hurt. But, no. You know, it was just a cut. Oh, I mean, he got right up. <laughs> Keith yeah. is like, man, I'm used to this. But holy. We paid him. Dude, he like literally could have ended Daniel Sedin's career with his elbow. And we never paid him back because the team back then was soft as hell. They didn't have a guy to stick up for them like the size of Tyler Myers. No, and, and so honestly, after that hit, man, you go into the Vancouver Canucks, sub, Vancouver Canucks subreddit, and everybody's like, yeah. "I don't care how well Tyler Myers plays this year; he's earned that money." Yeah, just he's from earned that one the money, hit. dude. Yeah, it was amazing. 
I mean, okay, um, so Claude Giroux, uh, obviously want to see him go to a contender and then maybe in the offseason sign with somebody good so he can so he can compete, you know, because yeah. we people don't talk about him because he's been on such a horrible team that has never been able to find a goaltender. And I was going to say, are there not 32 goaltenders that can play at the NHL level good at a 900 save percentage? Yeah, there's not 32 guys that can do that. Like, I don't I don't know how Philly doesn't find one. I mean, and like, again, yeah, start, Carter Hart's been disappointing. They're starting Martin Jones, you know, like, I mean, I, I don't know it's if he's like, doing well, but like, they're starting. What they're is starting. going on, though, with Philly's like goalie like coaching and like, bro, like they've had good like they had Bobrovsky and he was not good there. And then he goes to another system and he's on it like one of the Vesna top caliber uh, top goalies in the league. Like, like, what are they doing wrong there? I don't know. Do they have the same I, goalie coach? For then, or they just hire the I same I don't know, kind of man, style. but if they do, they need to get rid of him because, oh my God, like they've had like decent players there. See, like, Carter Hart can be a great goaltender, but I feel like he just gets, you know, like he has some good runs, but then it just goes to shit. I don't know if it's right. a defense core that's letting him down. Okay, I, w- I wanted to talk about a goalie um, um, that I think uh, we talked about him last year at the trade deadline and nothing oh, yeah. happened to him. But I really think teams should be looking at him and that's Gorgiev on New York. Oh, yeah. There's been talks about him going. And it makes sense because they have Shashirkin and he's Gorgiev's a great goaltender, right? And he's going to eventually want more money. Why not get something for him? Right. The range. I think Shesterkin's going to be a, a Vesna caliber goalie if he's not yeah. already. Like, Gorg- oh, yeah. Shesterkin is so good. He is very good. It's those Russian goaltenders, right? They they have great, yeah. great systems for the like, goaltenders. He's he's part of this next big like goaltending upswing, right? So yeah. like guys like Samsonov, Shesterkin, Demko, like these are going to be the guys that are going to dominate the league. I think. Oh yeah. For the next ten years, fifteen years, maybe. Right. Like that that is the next generation of top level goaltending in the NHL. Well, I, I, guys. I saw that um the Rangers want to trade for uh, another forward. So if they can trade Gorgia for maybe another forward, that might work out in their favor. And the Rangers I are mean, doing really good, actually. They're first in the in the East. Yeah. Last time I looked. Man, they were first in the league not too long ago, you know? It's just like I mean, you know, maybe Gorgiev goes to Edmonton. Or nah, you know, yeah. maybe Maybe like a Yamamoto. I I've, heard, I've heard him in trade talks as well. There's a lot of guys in trade talks, eh? Yeah. Um, yeah, maybe Gorgiev goes to... Uh, who else needs a goalie? Let's... Uh, who else needs a goalie? Somebody else needs a goalie. Oh, Edmonton's Somebody just, really good Edmonton's needs a goalie. Just, Edmonton's just like such a, such a well-known team that needs a goaltender. Because they always need a goalie. When was the last time they had a goalie? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That is very true. One off remember. Cam Talbot that's not even good enough man like well he was good when he was there but now he's gone to minnesota and he's pretty good there yeah i I mean that sounds like a you problem edmonton yeah um i don't know oh i mean the kraken like they have uh what's his name bro how embarrassing would that be though I know that they sign uh grubauer grubauer take drieger trade vanacek back yeah and now they need another one Man, I don't know. The what... the Kraken, the the more you look at their uh how they built that team, mind-boggling. Okay. Wasn't am I crazy? Hold on, am I crazy? L- l- <laughs> okay, let's see. Wasn't Tarasenko available? Yeah, he was. But see, like I actually I was listening to something like a podcast about this and it was like considered like they were saying how everyone like how bad the Seattle Kraken is this year and how everyone was saying that Ron Francis did a terrible job knowing the guys that could have been taken. But 
they also said they think the NHL teams had more knowledge of what to do in, a, in an expansion draft because of the Vegas one. So they knew how to protect the players that they didn't want to give up because they could still get value for them if they wanted to eventually give them up. So I think NHL teams knew how to deal or make a deal with other like the Seattle Kraken for them not to select players like Tarasenko. And I think that's well, was, the situation. There wasn't a deal made. I know that there wasn't, and like I don't know, it, it's it, but there was a lot of other players like Carey Price could have been taken, but you know they didn't take him. Um, for- like I think back to the draft, man. I remember you and I doing it, right? Yeah. And I remember thinking, thinking I don't think they should take Tarasenko, and we agreed. Like we didn't have Tarasenko being taken, right? Yeah. No. I, I see. The thing is, I don't think Tarasenko would want to would want to be there. You know what I mean? Tarasenko is a player I know, that the Russians. He's a he's a player that wants to win the cup. He's already won it, but he still wants to win. Definitely, like I mean, he's a top know, player in the league. You take him and you trade him, you flip him. I guess so. I mean, that's what they're doing with Mark Giordano. They're captain, man. They're gonna trade their captain. He's on the trade trade bait list too, man. And that team is like they, but they didn't even they didn't get any picks. Like that's the that's the criticism. They got no picks from anybody. Like like Vegas fleeced, dude. Vegas oh yeah. got Marcia So and Riley Smith for nothing. Yep. Just because William Florida Carlson didn't, didn't want them to take Matheson. Right. William Carlson. Like Vegas acquired tons and tons and tons of draft picks and still drafted players that teams didn't protect that took them to the final. Yep. Yeah, and they like, knew what they were doing. They, gotta, they knew. Right. You like, got to, like, granted, we can all say, like, oh, you know, Francis, you know, has a plan or, you know, like, we don't know. But, like, bro, the difference here is massive between Vegas and Seattle. It's not like Seattle did slightly worse because some teams figured it out. Seattle's poo-poo butt cheeks. <laughs> that is a great way to describe the Seattle Kraken this like, year. Like, that team, their best player, I swear to God, is Morgan Geeky. Yeah, Maybe Jordan I, he, yeah, that's true. Like, I mean, like the, the 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 fact that they're considering trading their first captain in franchise history, like, isn't that kind of weird? Like, I think they named him too early. Yeah, why would you name a captain? Like Vegas did the right thing. Maybe they waited a Giordano, few years, and got a top player. Maybe Giordano was like kind of iffy about being there, and then the only way to get him to like really get on board is to name him captain. Like, well, I don't know. Thirty eight years it's old. It's just. Right, like they like, thought he's gonna yeah. retire there, but like he, he maybe. He well, could... I remember reading that they wanted him to stick around for a couple more years, but really, I don't know if he's gonna do that. He's, yeah, he's he's coming. He's gonna be an unrestricted free agent coming up this year, right? And he has six point seven dollars, six point seven million dollars on his contract, right? And then your captain's walk, like bro, I it's so stupid to name a captain. He's just gonna walk. Oh, what a, yeah. what a pointless captain. Oh no, and like it, it's kind of shocking to me that. Jerry Daniels being paid $6.75 million. I think they signed that when he was in his prime, though. Yeah, in, in, in Calgary. And, I mean, he was the captain there. He, he is a leader on a team. You know what I mean? He is a leader. I mean, Jerry Daniels used to be a Norris candidate. He Did won. He the Norris? I no. think he won. He won. He yeah, did win. exactly. He you won. Know, that's Norris money. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I guess that makes sense, right? Um, I just I don't think they should have named him captain if they were considering to trade him. But, I mean, he he's definitely a defenseman that season was going to go this way. I don't think they thought that that's the delusion. I think I think if Seattle knew that the season was going to go this way, they wouldn't have named him captain because they would have just, you know, gone through the motions. 
and uh, accepted, you know, their defeat and used Giordano as a trade ship, right? I, they right. probably thought they were going to be good or competitive. Hear this, That's why hear they this, captain. There's a mock trade here on whatever I'm looking at, and it says Kraken acquire Calgary Flames' fifth round pick in 2022 for Mark Giordano. He's going to go for more than a fifth round pick, I hope. A fifth round pick? That is way too low for Mark Giordano. What a dumb mock trade. Yeah, right? You know what it is? It's Microsoft Bing. <laughs> oh my God, you're still on Bing. Dude. I don't know how to change it back, and I'm too lazy. And on that note, <laughs> the Fourth Liners podcast. Okay, I, I mean, yeah, we we can kind of end it there. I mean, we kind of really have said everyone who's basically on the trade bait list. I mean, the top guys. I mean, I've seen on people's lips is like Hurdle, um, Chitrin. Uh, do I say his name right? Chikrin? 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 There you go. Chikrin. I think it's Chikrin. I Ch- used to say Chichurin. But Chichurin. I feel like Chikrin. you can say it either way. But um, yeah, they have Sherratt, um, Drew. I even seen Drew in on it or Max Domi. Players like that. You know, there's going to be a lot of, I think, moves at the deadline. And you can even see a guy like Flurry going to either Edmonton or a team that needs a goaltender. Um, Gorgiev. Or Gorgiev going to the Oilers. I mean. I would love me some Gorgiev. In we, Edmonton. You know what we should do? We should definitely do um, a mock trade like podcast or something like Some that. Some mock trade proposals? Yeah, yeah that'd be I, fun. I think we should do that and dive deeper that'd into it. That'd be fun. Because it's going to yeah. be interesting. I think there's going to be a lot of moves. There's going to be a lot of moves at this deadline. I'll call it right now. That'd be a lot of fun to do, actually. Right? I'm down to do we that. We should do that. I think it'd be some good content. I mean, it's it, it, it'd be fun to like dissect. And imagine getting a trade right. So... <laughs> You know, and I'm sure we we, we Your probably Florida could. Florida Panthers acquired John Klingberg. Your Toronto Maple Leafs acquired uh, Jacob Chikrin and John Klingberg. No, no, no. It's got to be that Robert. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you the rights to that Robertson trade. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. So we're getting John Klingberg then. You can if you want. Hey, could the Penguins? I'll come, could I'll the come Penguins up with pick a him up? One. Could the Penguins pick him up? True. Right. True. It's I mean, do they want to trade away more picks though? I mean, that guy's going to cost it first. Oh yeah, I, mean, I don't. I don't think they could. They could do that really. Like they may not have like the pieces to do that. But um, you never know. <laughs> yeah, never know what happens. Some guys go for uh, all, like very a lot lower than they're supposed. Like you know, like the the value that goes back is a lot lower than they should be getting for for that player. You know what I mean? Like sometimes it's just yeah. very underwhelming and for a weird reason, but. It's, it'll be fun to see what happens. I agree. I agree. Uh, yeah, let's end her off then. All right. I mean, um, that was good. That was a good talk about the. I mean, I think we talked to like. When is the trade deadline? February. February. Sometime in February. March. March. Or March. Uh, so, so it's know. soon. It's soon. Sometime. It's coming up. It's coming up. Alrighty, guys. Uh, thank you so much for listening to the Fourth Lotus Podcast. Make sure you check us out on YouTube, on Apple Podcast, and on Instagram, where Jacob here uh, posts a lot of fun stuff. Yes, and, I do. Uh, recent news. Yes, I from do. From all of the leading sports sources, so you only have to go to one page for all of the news. Exactly ours. I mean, we got fifty-eight followers, which is not too bad. But bang. I re- I would like to see like a hundred. That'd be pretty cool. But I mean, you know, Ooh. I appreciate the fifty-eight followers. I really appreciate you guys. Um, we we appreciate you guys. Um, but yeah, I just, I mean, I try to do as yeah, much updates. Eyes, this is just like the, <laughs> the the Jake Fourth Liner Show. Bryce, I'm leaving you. Featuring Bryce sometime. Oh, <laughs> I've signed with the score. 
No, dude. You didn't <laughs> uh, even tell me. Uh, no, no. I'm, I'm calling our lawyer. I'm just joking. They're co- you're, they said you can come with me. Oh, sweet. I don't need to call our lawyer. <laughs> there you go. Save some money. Our lawyer is my cat, by the way. It's not very good. Oh, uh, okay. Well, he just meow a little bit, you know. <laughs> <laughs> He's just so damn cute. Yeah. That, How can you say no? Uh, there you go. There you go. Um, all right. But yeah, uh, yeah. just follow all our socials. Um, it's linked on our YouTube. I mean, it will be listed below in a description for this podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, whatever Bryce said. All I'm just repeating what he said. But uh, we really appreciate your support. And it was a good episode. And we hope you guys enjoy. And we hope you guys stay safe and don't go on COVID protocol like we said last time. Don't do that. Don't okay. Do that. We'll see you guys in the next episode. See you guys. Bye.